0: Hello Chickens, this is the Fabulous Adam Richard and I have a theory. Hello Chickens, yes, I'm still in the noisy cupboard uh, in Melbourne, so uh, sorry for the echoes and the traffic. Um, Why do I record in peak hour? It's the only time I have, basically. (laughs) Because I've got a job. I've got a quiz show to write. so theories galore. It's going crackers. Uh, Izzy has recently joined the uh, the Facebook group. And thank you for joining the podcast. I hope you're having fun. Um, Izzy says, I started listening to this podcast and joined this group. And I love it so much. Keep all the theories coming. Oh, there's so many. I can't keep up with them, Izzy. There's too many. Um, I just saw this theory in a tweet and wanted to share. Not sure how I feel about it. Uh, But it's very intriguing Um, Now this is a pretty berserk theory That Bel is a name applied to various gods in Babylonian religion Now there has been kind of a weird Babylonian look to some of the stuff Like the, you know, where the the planet of time that they went to uh, Where the four of them caught Swarm, before Swarm You know, when they were back in the... Fugitive Doctor Time, uh, so th- that kind of had like a weird Babylonian sort of look to it. As does wherever they are inside of Passenger. Um, so it kind of, I kind of feel like maybe this is going somewhere. Anyway, in uh, Babylonian, the feminine form is lady or mistress, uh, representing Greek as Bellos and in Latin as Bellus, um, but it signifies Lord. Or Master. Oh. It's a title rather than a genuine name. What? What if? No. That couldn't be. That, oh, that would hurt me. If if Belle turned out to be the Master uh, and Vinda was, you know, <laughs> another unconscious doctor. <laughs> and having a baby together. No, this is crazy. Adam, stop it. Um... Yeah, what if that's the continuation? Like Vinda is the Doctor and the, the next regeneration and can't remember anything because their mind gets wiped again. Um, <laughs> ignore me. I'm losing my mind. Um, Eleanor says, so nearly every Doctor Who podcast I've been listening to is like, it's never Susan. But I have a theory. Belle and Vinda aren't the Doctor's parents. Well, you'll make Kendall happy. But Susan's parents. Oh. Oh. And part of the memories Division took and uh, in the shiny pocket watch of Doom uh, <laughs> Is the fact that the Doctor hid their kid and kid-in-law in space and time as humans to keep them safe Very unlikely but it's a fun theory oh, It does go against my theory though that um, Jenny, the Doctor's daughter from the episode The Doctor's Daughter uh, Is Susan's mother um, And that she has regenerated many times into all the many Jennies. <laughs> Look, there was a thing before the show came back where I was obsessed with the many Jennies because there was, there was Madame Vastra's wife Jenny, and then there was Jenny Bellaclava in <laughs> the Dalek Invasion of Earth. And I'm just, one, I'm now going to go and do an IMDb search on anyone in Doctor Who who was ever called Jenny and see if it fits my theory that all the many Jennies were just the Doctor's daughter hiding out in the Doctor's timeline. Just like Clara did. Um, I'm not going to do that because that would hurt my brain. Uh, <laughs> uh, Peter says, a uh, lovely text message, Peter, who wants to be called Earth One Peter. Um, my mate Peter, who I dropped in on the other day because I'm in Melbourne. This is where he lives and he got a fright. Um, I got a fright too because his hair is too much. Uh, <laughs> but Peter says, he just texted me saying, with all this talk of compression, is the flux basically a space zip file? <laughs> <laughs> like my space space bag wasn 't enough. You wanted to be a space zip file. Um, Sarah says we are still loving Dan and Yaz and Jericho. But this episode had too many doctor speeches. Um, also, seems like there's a lot to wrap up in the one episode left. Look, I reckon it's probably going to go for 65, maybe 70 minutes. Um, that's just a, a, a theory. I don't know whether that'll come true. Also, don't forget there is the New Year's Day episode, which is only a month away or less than a month from the next episode. So, like realistically you could leave a few things hanging and we'd be okay um now the people that sarah lives with possibly sarah's kids or family members uh one of them didn't like that i said on my theory podcast that the tardis is like a slave it's developed its own consciousness just like the moment look hey if the tardis has its own consciousness uh and goes wherever it wants to you know like May it like it, maybe it's like a horse, less like a slave. I don't know. It's, uh, it's a very strange thing. Um, another person said Carvanista is going to die. Oh, no. Yeah, maybe. I feel like if anyone is going to go, it could be Carvanista. Um, Tektaon is actually the doctor's mum that Rassilon banished in the End of Time Part 2. Oh, and made the first weeping angel. That is a great theory because she did cover her eyes, that woman, played by Claire Bloom, who had not much dialogue. And I was like, This is a bit of a waste of Claire Bloom. She's a great actor. Um Like when I was in year ten or something, I had to watch the A doll's house, the Ibsen play, with Claire Bloom in it. She was so good. Um so yeah, maybe we should watch that. Like, is that that's like a Christmas and New Year's special. Maybe that's what I can watch uh when this is all over to check this theory. So we'll watch The End of Time, part one and two. It's a regeneration story, so we might be sad um, because it's the end of David Tennant. Um, Maybe we should watch The Christmas Invasion as well because that's also Christmas. We'll see how we feel. Um, uh, And someone else says, door number nine is full of Daleks or is a door to Gallifrey and the Time War? Oh, door number nine. (laughs) Now it feels like it's The Price is Right. (laughs) What's behind door number nine? (laughs) It's the... Um, (laughs) David uh, sent me a message saying I had a theory I thought this serpent lord guy uh, Was actually swarm Before he transformed With the whole timey-wimey thing Same creepy slow English accent and all Yeah, because that's not his natural accent He's got um, a, a bit more northern in his accent Naturally But his speaking in a much more kind of RP way to play the Grand Serpent? And what if that is because he eventually becomes Swarm and, you know, mutates from creepy space tapeworms to crystal faces and dissolving people? I don't know. That is a good theory. Um I'm running out of time for theories here uh, But I've got an email from Paul uh, It's quite extensive As is my email from Matt Oh my god, I've got too much to deal with Um uh- <laughs> How am I going to get it all in? Uh, So, Paul says, um, after some very nice words, thank you, um, I'll tackle the Division and Timeless Child Mess. The Division seems to be a covert organisation similar to that of Star Trek Section 31. Oh, yeah, that's weird. And the fact that Section 31 just keeps going for centuries, like... You know, you think they would have changed at some point. <laughs> um, running behind the scenes, ensuring that whatever their modus operandi is, is maintained. Uh, prior to their actually being Time Lords, the Division may have only been little more than a police force. Well, that would explain why... When the Doctor was remembering uh, being in the division, it was overlaid with those weird memories of the Irish police force. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, however, with the recruitment of an individual who cannot die, they were able to evolve the division along with the evolution of Gallifreyans to essentially be the arbitrators of time and space. That is an interesting, interesting way. Ooh. Um Uh, I've always thought that the Weeping Angels were Time Lords who reached the end of their lives without any more regenerations. We've seen in Trenzalore that the Doctor's final resting place was perceived as a scar across time due to his abundance of travelling throughout time and space. A regular Time Lord wouldn't have had this great impact, so maybe turning into a being that survives by taking the remaining years of an individual in turn regenerating everlasting. Ooh, that is a great theory too. Ooh, Paul, this is good stuff. Um, What better then than to recruit extinct time lords into your covert organisation? Always a fresh supply of members. Um, Also, the woman in the end of time who seemed to come across as the doctor's mother may actually be ticked at the end of her regeneration cycle prior to Rassilon banishing her to become a weeping angel of old. Oh my God, I'm loving this. Everyone's having converging theories that mean the same thing. (gasps) Ooh. Uh, and Paul says I can't wait to see how old mate digging under Liverpool pans out um, oh, now Matt uh, has written a a massive email. Um, uh, so division finally has an explanation, but he says, "Few, I'm blown away. We're getting answers and stuff, and excitement, and unit, and wow, and yeah, and whoa, and blimey, and well, I absolutely love that. What a roller coaster that was. Fifty-five minutes that felt like ten. Well, he's obviously living in the moment uh, again. So thank you, Matthew, for taking my advice." <laughs> My Oprah Winfrey style advice um, uh, But yeah, Division has an explanation It's kind of the anti-Time Lords Bouncing around in time and meddling It's easy to see why they were of interest to the Doctor It really is her raison d'etre It's fun to think their dominion over the multiverse Takes in all manner of different things Like the eye Patch universe And now they're outside our universe Could we be about to see the land of fiction Oh, could the final resolution of the Flux Be the heroic carcass Oh my god <laughs> this is crazy all right there will be more in the next episode and uh as usually happens on a friday we will dig some dig into like trailers and all sorts of stuff that's coming up but because it's one only one more episode we're we're gonna run dry all right i'll see you in the next episode